This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Yeah, we'll start with team news. Lovren, Milner, Keita, Shakiri. How far away are all of them? Again? They are trained. Um, now since what is today? When Wednesday is today? Yes, um, since start of the week, Monday. Uh, so first laps all day on the pitch is good. Um, Mili is not in team training. Nabi is not in team training. Shark is not in team training. Any time scale Yeah, all soon back. <laughs> Uh, just on Shakiri, how important is it to keep hold of him in this transfer window with here of interest from Roma and Sevilla? Is that a question? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? Uh, how important to keep hold of him in this window? How important will he still be for you this season? We had we had the majority of the December and January we had a bench full of kids, wonderful kids, but kids. So how could we think about giving a player to anybody? I don't understand that. It's not about Chuck or whatever. It's about pretty much everybody um, that we just have to keep them for sorting our situation and not the situation for, for different clubs. And if somebody would come around the corner and ask properly, but never what didn't what didn't happen, so that um, then we maybe if they are desperate, <laughs> whatever. Then we think, but we, there's absolutely no intention from our side to do anything. Obviously, the first game against Wolves this season, we talked a lot about VAR after that. But I'm just looking back at that game. Are, are Wolves as difficult a test as you face this season in the Premier League? And what is it that makes them so difficult? Yeah, it was interesting. I understood 100% in the game that it was um, for was not easy to take because situations we don't see really and stuff like that in these moments. But afterwards, both decisions were completely right. So there's no need to talk after the game about VR because in this case, the VR took the decisions right. Um, well, apart from that, uh, yeah, Wolves are not only this year, was last year already like this. Uh, uh, Really difficult to play. Um, they they play a similar system to other to other teams. Depends a little bit to how they set up. But um, three, five in the back. But they do it differently. Cody has a different role. Uh, they make the pitch really big. Um, and uh, yeah, ask you for a lot of footwork. I would say you have to run a lot, and um, and that's normal and good. And they, it's their way to play. But um, there are, of course, like for, for us, uh, there are solutions, are solutions for that, but not without working a lot. So you cannot play on a 50-60% basis against Wolves and have no, absolutely no chance. And um, that's, uh, that's a challenge for that game. David? Hello. Um, Hi. Fabinho got a taste uh, the other day. Uh, how close is he to starting uh, and how good to have him back? Sensationally good that we have him back. How close is he to starting? I don't know exactly. It's, it's just it was a long time out, not too long, thank God, but it was long enough. And um, so he needs to find rhythm again, and then we will see how we introduce him, how step by step. But um, yeah, best best news you can get um, that we have these boys back, that we have Joel back, that Dejan is on the way back, and we, we played through the toughest period of the season with two centre halves, and um, and and our. Fifth centre half, Fabinho, who can play the position as well, was injured as well, so that was really tough. Um, we came through, thank God, and now we have to make sure that the boys are in the best possible shape until we use before we use them again. But um, of course, that we do that with training sessions. Fab is um, in 
more than a week, which is good. Was in a different squad situations. Maybe he would have trained last week before uh, um, around the Man United game better than being involved in the game. But so he had a few minutes, and it, it was good for him as well. And so getting closer and closer. In terms of results, Premier League, it's been near to perfection. But where where is the room for improvement? Concentration level. So the last what, I have, was five minutes of the first half, maybe, and second half it was longer, 20, 20 minutes. Huh? Um, when United came up, the game should have been decided already. But um, and I, I get it one hundred percent. It's a, a lot of times we are all human beings, and that's normal. We do a lot of things right, so in the right way. Dominate the game in a way which maybe it's not. You can't really expect before the game. But do that, but you don't finish the situations off. So that, that keeps the game open. And then the quality in the Premier League is just too high that you can, I don't know, uh, on a 90% concentration level, which drops from time to time, that you then um, are completely secure or safe. Um, and so we came, not real trouble, but they had a few finishes um, and a big chance even in the second half. Um, and that's the. That's a situation. So there's a lot of space for improvement. How, what can we do in situations like that? Um, how can we help ourselves? How, how, how lively can we stay, even without um, creating constantly, with, without preparing constantly, direction stuff like that? So we, we need to find a common way in these in these situations to to still dominate dominate the game in a just slightly different manner. That's it. Jürgen, when you break the transfer record, the world transfer record for a goalkeeper, you're expecting to bring somebody a new special. But Alisson last season was, was great. This season may be even better. I think since Wilfred Zahar scored at Crystal Palace in November, he saved the last 18 shots that have been on target. Uh, impressive by anybody's standards. Has he exceeded even your expectations from when you, you brought him in? And in any more way? As a goalkeeper, we knew what we get. Okay, yes, he made steps, which is normal in his life and with the training he gets with John and Jack. Um, as a person, yes, he has exceeded the expectation because an outstanding guy. It's just you cannot imagine that a professional football <coughs> player. Um, we have a lot of really, really good guys, but he's um, uh, a very special person, and um, that's 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 great. Yes. From that point of view, he did it. But um, apart from that, we knew that we get a really good goalkeeper. His, um, his character, his, how calm he is, helps us a lot. Um, his goalkeeper techniques improve and improve, um, making the uh, difficult things looking easy. But you have to stay like this. Eh? For goalkeepers, um, you make one little mistake and the ball is in the goal. And um, that um, is the life of goalkeepers, they have to live with that, they can live with that, but it's uh, still, um, I know Ali doesn't take it for granted, or I don't take it for granted, so that's that's how it is. Fantastic boy, fantastic goalkeeper, good to have him here. And when you play for a top team as a goalkeeper, you're not in the action all the time, you're in the action the rest of the time, which makes it almost more impressive, particularly his recent record, because and you spoke before about concentration levels. The levels of concentration have to be 
at the highest possible level if you're only brought into the game once or twice and, and still produce the goods. So, so where do those special concentration levels come from? Oh, that's his, that's his personality, yeah. that's his personality. He's like this, he's a very calm person. So, um, family guy, good friend, stuff like this. So he's not um, easy to excite, I would say. So, um, no, but he is in the game. He knows the game for, for long. He, has a, he had a, um, a different career to other careers, I would say. He was not with 18 already, the number one pick for everybody. You know, he had to... He had to work. His brother's a goalkeeper as well. I'm sure he helped him a lot. So, um, just it's about knowing the job. Um, they're absolutely completely. Yes. It's, it's, maybe you can compare it with the centre half. In a really good team, you have the ball more in your feet than you have actually defensive challenges. But when you have a defensive challenge, then it's the most important in the whole game. So, that's a similar job to do. Um, and yeah, you need a specific personality for that. And thank God our boys have that. You said that Alison's top personality means he's not easy to excite, but he looked pretty excited on. on <laughs> <the team. laughs> yeah. yeah, it was great. Best thing was that he was the first there. So um, that just showed he was so late in the game that all the others thought, OK, um, um, it's a bit tough to sprint there, but he had, all the, um, he had still the power. Yeah, it was a nice situation. I didn't see it in the game, actually. I saw it later. So, good. The, the the option that he offers you with that, that, that adds another dimension to your game. So, hey, you, you've got the pressing, you've got the, 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 the passing, but you've also got these balls from the back, not only from him, but from, from all your backboard who are capable of playing those precise balls forward. That, that gives you another dimension, doesn't it? Yeah, direction. Prepare direction all the time. Um, yeah, of course. That's the, part of the way we play, clear. Um, but uh, with this specific situation with Ali now, I was um, I more was actually at the 18-yard box around the corner. So he was probably the first one on the pitch um, who saw the guy will be offside, <laughs> and then um, he was already on his bike uh, because when <coughs> Ali uh, kicked the ball there, it was uh, Mo was really in a perfect position. So yes, they know each other for longer than. Um, we know them because they played together at Rome. And um, from the first day since then, Mo is asking for these balls and Ali wants to play these balls, but you don't have a lot of time and opportunity to do so, especially with that outcome, because usually the opponent is in a different protective formation. United wanted to score, was late in the game, but this ball especially, I'm not sure that James was planned for all the protection um, in, a game, um, in the game, but um, yeah. It was just a perfect moment for us, and um, yeah, really well done. Alex Huxley Chamberlain's looked a little frustrated when he's, he's come off in recent games. Is, is he being a bit harsh on himself? Because he's, he's not playing poorly, is he? he's maybe not scoring goals, but he's, he's contributing, isn't he, on the pitch? Yeah, look, it's good. Alex Huxley is in good shape. He's not. He just looks like this. I ask him. Yeah, it's all fine. So it's normal. The player wants to play 90 minutes. We have to learn from our own past. Eh? So um, Oxley is an unbelievably important player for us. And in the moment, there are moments in the game when players get a bit tired. Then they show up again and stuff like this. But um, there are moments when and I try to read the players during a game and, and try to understand um, in which 
moment or situation there are energy level wise and stuff like this and they make a decision and sometimes it's, I, I hit the point and sometimes not and maybe with Ox I was not last time a bit too early but he got a knock on top of that he got a knock he was limping a little bit and for midfielder then is limping it's you start looking more in detail and if then in one or two defensive situations the midfielder is not that way should be there think okay it has an impact so and then we have to make a decision that's what we did but maybe after the game then it didn't feel that that bad anymore with the with the, the knock he got but um, that's good absolutely good so it's all okay we have good options to most of the time we had really good options to to make substitutions and um, in this case as well Adam came on and helped us in the last few games a lot. In this game, he, he had in the first situation maybe was not too lucky, and then it, you have to to restart again. But um, incredibly important player for us, so um, we have good options. As long as we have good options, we will make changes. Okay, can you Richard, can I just finish off then? Uh, just a couple of uh, obviously, you bought a 16 point lead on hands. It's, it's a very interesting situation. Is it 16? 16? No, 13. 13. 13. 13. Well, it's still very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and underlines many strengths of your team. I, I wonder the impact that single point you finished behind Manchester City last Premier League has had on the development of the mental strength of your squad, especially in this season. The one point less had absolutely no impact. Don't see that. Why should it? It's just as it was the situation last year. What we learned from last year that we are a good football team, and we had when we thought we should use that um, in the new season as well. That's it. We have, we, you have you don't have a lot of influence. You meet all your the opponents. We meet City twice a year, so how we have to. We, we yes, the results were a draw at home and lost there. It's clear that we wanted to improve that, but. Um, um, all the rest has nothing to do with the opponents. It's all about um, using your, your your football skills and uh, your attitude, your character, team play, individual skills, all that stuff um, in 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 all the Premier League games. That's what we that's what we have to do. But being one point down, that we were that angry and thought next year we will catch them. Nobody had an idea before the season if we can be even close to Man City or not, because they can make their next steps as well. So we thought about our next steps and, and try to do them, and um, that's how, how it is. We have nothing to do with the situation in the table last year. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.